and welcome to this bonus episode of Independent Thought. I am your host, Desmond Price, and I am once again joined by Blair Walsingham. Blair, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing today? Hey, Desmond. Glad to be back. I'm doing great today. I hope you are also. Thank you so much for joining me again. There were some questions that I unfortunately wasn't able to get to in our first discussion that I had with you like on the podcast itself. So I wanted to have you back on to talk about the forward party. Because it is my understanding that you are, in fact, deeply involved with the forward party. Could you tell the people at home who are just unaware, just um, what exactly is the forward party and how exactly are you involved with it? Well, the forward party is actually a PAC that is looking to petition the FEC to become a third party. Uh, It's largely focused on democracy reform and ending corruption. As a lot of us know, we have a lot of problems to face in this country. But one of the biggest one that we all can agree on is that the two-party system is locked in a perpetual back and forth fight where they all win they all have insider stock trading and largely are bought out while the rest of us average Americans are losing. Uh, So we have come together to establish um, the future of the forward party and try to really take these things um, head on. Absolutely. And and so let me just ask you a little bit of a preliminary question. How exactly did you get involved with the Ford party yourself? And like, what drew you to wanting to work with Andrew Yang, who is, I guess, the the head of the party currently? Yeah, absolutely. Andrew Yang is the founder of the Ford party. And I met him back when he was running for president uh, (laughs) in the 2020 election cycle. So uh, it's it's actually funny because I, I didn't really like Andrew when I first heard him talk about UBI. I was so against it. Um, And I really had to open my spectrum and really do a lot of research and learning. And Andrew was so gracious, so down to earth and so inspiring as a person. Uh, I ended up volunteering for his campaign. So I worked on the the state level here in Tennessee to cut turf and go canvassing and uh, go talk to people about, you know, what he stood for, his policies, how we can help our country. And when he eventually stepped down from the presidential race is when I stepped up to run for Congress. So in that transition, Andrew and his um, nonprofit Humanity Forward actually endorsed me as a candidate. So we got to uh, grow closer and have a lot more in-depth conversations, work on policy. And through, through all of this, he has just really maintained the same message. And that is, I am here to make a difference and I am here to help people. So, um, you know, that's what he's, he's doing right now. He's, he's launched this and I'm happy to be a part of it and really make a difference. And like I said, take on these massive tasks at hand to make our democracy and government actually work for the people who, who elect them to do so. Yeah, absolutely. And and so I, I guess my next question here, I want to probe a little bit more about the, the Ford party itself. Why was this the moment? I mean, obviously, I think our country has needed a third party for forever. And when I heard Andrew Yang speak about this, it seemed like this was something that was on his mind for a long time. Mm -hmm. So why like this moment? Why not sooner? Why not later? Like, you know, why pick now? Great question, Desmond. So um, 
our country right now is more polarized than than the civil war we are literally reaching civil war polarization where um if we don't address this drastic divide it it does turn to violence and we've seen that over the past few years um with whether it's protest or counter protest of these events that are dangerous and uh, we have to do something drastic to to manage that and that means we need to provide a path a clear path forward um out of this tug of war cycle one thing andrew said recently was even if he had become the mayor of new york city that he was going to switch to independent and he kind of always knew that and a lot of people were really mad about this they're saying well you know basically you're admitting that you lied about being a democrat and that's not the reality you know i myself ran as a democrat but i largely didn't fit in the mold you know, I'm in a super rural red district and I had to fight a lot of battles. I'm actually out there on the ground talking to people. And this whole uh, good versus bad, left versus right, blue versus red, it's really a false divide that's fed to us nonstop, pitted against one another. When you go out and talk to people, it's not only left or right. There's 54, over 54 parties in this country, but there's not a clear path to success. So now is the time to address the problems that um, make our democracy non-inclusive. It's a system that is set up to make you fail unless you're on the left or the right team, and that's not right. Most of our country doesn't actually fit in with one party. It's somewhere in the middle or a variety of the two or something entirely different. And all of those people's voices deserve to be heard and represented in our government as well. So the question isn't why now, it's it must be now. Okay, fair enough. So let, let's talk about what is happening right now. So the Ford party has just launched recently. Uh, I think it was just, you know, early last month, this should be coming out in, in November. And so let's talk about the pillars of the platform. Like what mm -hmm. exactly does the Ford party stand for? Like, how do we, how does it differentiate itself between the Democratic Party and the Republican Party? So the, the main goal of the Ford party, the, the future of what will be the Ford party is to deal with government corruption. Um, so we do have like six core values or pillars and the, you can use whatever verbiage you want, but largely we're saying that we really need to change our system, uh, the way we govern to be fact-based and to be centered around how good uh, people are doing in America. And we call that human-centered capitalism. We wanna know um, are, are people happy? Are they healthy? Are they successful? Not only is our stock market doing good, that doesn't really reflect um, how we're doing in America. So the way that we want to make a effective and modern government uh, requires a certain level of grace and tolerance. And that is one of our six pillars. So we're saying, um, forgive people for not knowing what they didn't know before they knew it. And I know that's a mouthful, but essentially there's educational barriers. Um, there's people who only watch one news station and they've never heard the other side. We're looking to, to break that mold and address democracy reform. And that really is what's central to our mission, making our government work for us. Um, term limits, ranked choice voting, open primaries, uh, ending gerrymandering, just there's a plethora of things that we can do to really address that. Okay. And how does this like manifest from here? I mean, obviously I'm sure that, you know, like you and Andrew and several other people are probably trying to figure out what's next for the forward party. So how does this grow from here? Like, are, are you looking to just run candidates who are going into Congress or uh, presidential candidates, or are you focused on state and local level? Like what does the whole like, spectrum look like? 
What a great question, Desmond. So there's a lot of fear around third party options. People are really afraid that it's a spoiler or um, pulling away from, let's say, the left or the right right now could lead to somebody winning that you know, might not be best for this country. So they're really saying don't split the vote. They're very afraid. And, you know, fear is the mind killer. We're not thinking logically. We're in, we're in a fear-based situation. That's just science. Uh, so I want to address those fears. We are not looking to come in here and just split the vote. Um, <laughs> we want to make it a clear path forward for independence, uh, not just the forward party. You know, libertarians and greens have made a, a really big um, cycle of progress in this country. Specifically, libertarians have lowered the threshold from a 5% qualifier to 1% in some areas. So we really want to build on that work and the other orgs across this country who are working their butts off to get uh, various um, instant runoff voting, bring choice, star voting, a variety of choices that actually better reflect the Americans' voice in their voting system. And we also want to re-engage people. I call it the, the new wave of civic engagement. We really want to bring in people who have been disenfranchised, who feel like their voice doesn't um, matter, or they just don't fit into one party or another. And what that looks like is, like I said, establishing democracy reforms of a wide variety first and making that path clear so that we can state by state establish the party where it makes sense to and really elect candidates from from the ground up this is a grassroots uh organization this is all about the people and actually building a movement that can push america forward so you were speaking a little bit to that fear uh, that people have about, you know, whether or not they should get involved because, you know, maybe there'll be a spoiler if they if they vote a certain way when they shouldn't. And that that level of red team, blue team stuff is pervasive in our society, unfortunately. And so as you're pitching this to Americans, to people saying like, hey, this is the reason why you should get on board with the forward party. What is the message? How are you going to get more people to get involved with the forward party? So here's the, the great thing about the Ford party and why it's so different from every third party that came before. We are fully aware of the problems that exist within our government. And one of those is, is you will be disenfranchised as a voter if you switch your registration to independent. We know that you won't be able to vote in many election cycles or have a successful candidate by switching your voter registration. So we're not asking you to do that. What we are asking is if you agree about the problems that we see and you agree with the solutions and you wanna help make these solutions happen, then you can sign up to volunteer with the Forward Party and you can help get active in your community to make these changes. You don't necessarily need to go change your voter registration. Obviously, we'd love to build up to that point, but step one is democracy reform. Okay. Well, Blair, I want to thank you so much again for coming on the podcast today and taking some time to talk about the Ford party with us. Uh, for those who did not catch you in our episode on the podcast itself, where can people find you at online if they want to learn more about you and the Ford party? Absolutely. You can go to forwardparty.com. All of our social media is on there. You can read a little bit about our platform, what we're doing and why. Uh, there's a great FAQ page that we will add to um, especially by the time you're hearing this, there'll be more on there, but feel free to send us questions at info at forwardparty.com. We'll get to them as quick as we can. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on again today. And for those who are interested, those links will be in the episode description. So do go ahead and check the description right now and you will see them. And Blair, hoping to get you back on the podcast again in the future. Thanks again. See everyone in the next video. Thanks everyone.
Betty's Divine is a locally owned boutique on the magnificent hip strip in downtown Missoula, Montana that has been a fixture in the Mountain West since 2005. We have a fondness for vintage inspired clothing, shoes and accessories for humans, as well as the real deal found in our vintage department, Divine Trash. Betty's Divine presents a snapshot of Northwest styles with an emphasis on street, skate, surf and rock and roll culture, as well as Americana classics. Alongside a radical selection of clothing, Betty's Divine offers a damn fine array of shoes, jewelry, records, and accessories to satisfy any taste, whatever your age or vibe. You can count on us to prioritize financial, social, and environmental responsibility without sacrificing the look. Visitors enjoy a lovely atmosphere, dreamy tunes, and the best customer service in the West. And you can shop us online at Betty'sDivine.com. thought listeners has this past year helped you rediscover your creative and crafty side well then you're going to love our sponsor for today's episode bathing beauties beads is a full service bead shop in the heart of downtown missoula whether it's seed beads semi-precious stones vintage beads or just materials to make a project they have something for every person and every price range not from missoula don't worry they have an extensive online store and they will ship directly to you Whether you're a beginner or a pro, they'll welcome you and help you make your next project a reality. You can find them online at Bathing Beauties Beads on Instagram and Facebook or at bathingbeautiesbeads.com. And don't forget to use offer code INDEPENDENTTHOUGHT at checkout to save 15% on your order. Welcome back from the break, everyone. Thank you for sticking with us this episode of Independent Thought, or should I rather say this bonus episode of Independent Thought. I want to first, once again, thank my guest, Blair Walsingham, who graciously not only came on for a guest segment, but also for an additional bonus episode. Very cool. I really appreciate that so much. Very much looking forward to having her back on the podcast again in the future. If you liked this episode and you think to yourself, I would love to support this content, I will give you three ways that you can support independent thought. The first one is by subscribing to the podcast. Uh, I think on Apple Podcasts, the, the words actually follow. So hit the follow button if you're on Apple Podcast. Secondly, you can share this episode on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, share independent thought and tag us. It will be tremendously helpful in us finding new listeners. Last but not least, there is a Patreon link in the description of this episode. You can click into the episode description right now and check out the Patreon link. That is the, honestly, the absolute most magnificent way to support the podcast. Also, while we were talking about the podcast, there is more content on YouTube that is not on the rest of the podcast. Uh, so please, if you're not already, head over to YouTube and subscribe to the channel. As far as what's coming next is concerned, I, uh, I have a couple different episode topics in mind for our very next episode. One of them is a little more in the wheelhouse of the story isn't being covered well enough. And another one is a more popular story that 
I'm sure everyone's already had a take on. I haven't given my take on it yet. So if you hear this episode before the next like three or four days from when it releases, shoot me a DM, Instagram or Twitter. Let me know. Should I do the the popular episode or the under the radar episode? Uh, give me your thoughts on that. Closing out this bonus episode, I just want to say that one of the things I will be doing coming up in one of the final episodes before season four ends is I'm going to be doing a sequel to an episode that I did in my first season. It's been two years that this podcast has been live. And in my first season, I think it was episode number five, I did a episode called What is Independent Thought? I have not listened to this episode in a long time since I recorded it. I am definitely not asking anyone to go back and listen to it. Those season one episodes were rough, very bad. But the goal of that episode was to kind of explain who I am as a podcaster and what the mission is and what the goal is here. And I feel like I need to kind of update my mission board a little bit, vision board, whatever those things are called. I need to update my resume or my goals for this enterprise for independent thought. One of the reasons that I came to believe this was because the podcast has kind of gone in a few different directions in the last year or so since I've really kind of put a lot more time and energy into it in the beginning of 2021. One of the things that I had mentioned at the beginning of last year, we were coming right off of the election and, you know, this was like right before January 6th. And it is, it was very evident how divided our country was. And although things are a lot more quiet now than they were a year ago, it feels like it's just kind of like festering underneath the surface a little bit. Like it could just pop at any moment. And I really want to get back to trying to address not just the divide in our country, but also the things that really bind us together that get overlooked because we're always so focused on the divide. I think on a very personal note, one of the first things that I ever heard as a child that kind of activated my political sensibilities. I heard a comedian, you know, basically make the distinction that it didn't make any sense that one person could be conservative about everything or that one person could be liberal about everything. It just didn't make any sense. And I think it was the first time that I'd ever thought to myself of what, where I wanted my politics to be. Not trying, to, not trying to embrace the whole idea of being like a radical centrist, but rather the idea that, you know, I think in order to fully form who you are as a person, you can't just, you know, like de facto play the, the whole red team or blue team mentality. You can't just be a Republican down the line or a Democrat down the line. You're going to have to realize that there's a lot of there's a lot of merit, there can be merit to both sides of the aisle. And I think if you're able to embrace that mentality in some way, shape or form, which might sound blasphemous, given how polarized our politics has become. But if you 
give it a little bit of a give it a little bit of space, give it the time of day to a little bit, really let it swirl around for you a little bit. Come to find out that maybe we're not as divided as we're all told that we are, and that we do have, share a lot of common values and similarities. Um, when you really take the time to speak with somebody who votes differently than you. And the reason why this is so important to me is because this country is in a very large way, very divided. And one thing that I would hope to do is try to like find space that we can all agree on and maybe move forward with, because I just truly do not believe that our country can continue to move in this direction in such a place where it's such a just a hostile environment i i just don't feel like it's sustainable in the long term so that is one of a few different things that i want this podcast to focus on going forward is not so much being like um an anchor for one political party, but rather trying to find just a common sense solution that's devoid of being tied to one political ideology. It, it shouldn't matter. It's just whether the only thing that should matter is whether or not it makes sense and whether or not it's going to work. That, that should really just be the end of it. But all of that and more in a future episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you have any feedback whatsoever, my DMs are always open, as a lot of you may know, because I answered a lot of DMs in the past few days because of the Joe Rogan episode. So thank you so much for all the listeners, for all the feedback, for all the support. See you in the next episode. Take care.